This week on the Glass Cannon Podcast. There's a saboteur on this damn boat. It's a new mystery. Dun, dun, dun. Wait, Joe. A conspiracy, is it? Joe, Perhaps. I need you to spell saboteur. For the same unqualified detectives. Can we rule out Ben Vereen <laughs> as a suspect? No one. Everyone's a suspect. Everyone is a suspect. <laughs> the heroes must play it smart. If you're going to investigate a crime, you gotta, you got to separate the witnesses. I have an alternative method. Or risk the wrath of their new captain. If there's a judge, a jury, or an executioner on this boat, it's me. The adventure continues now. Hello, 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 everybody. It's me, Skid, a.k.a. Galabras. Welcome to episode 33 of the Glass Cannon Podcast. can't believe it. Um, thank you for listening uh, as we continue our adventures aboard the Chelish Devil. And I got to say, I think we're all really enjoying this kind of murder mystery in a closed setting. It's like uh, Murder on the Orient Express or uh, Speed 2. So once again, we want to remind you that you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter um, at Glass Cannon Pod. And if you haven't already, please uh, take some time and write us a review on the iTunes. And I want to thank everybody for, you. there's been a lot of great ones recently. I, as Troy was saying last week, we've been getting a lot of new listeners, and that's great. And yeah, if you can take that time to go ahead and write a review, uh, we would really appreciate that. I want to thank, we got some really thoughtful ones lately. Uh, Luckless Hero was one that was very, very nice, so I want to appreciate that. So I want to quickly clarify something before we begin. I come up with about 90% of the episode titles for the podcast, and I don't know if you've noticed, but they're usually uh, horrible, strained puns, or sometimes references to Pixie songs, or both. But this week, I would like to talk about the word dick. Now, dick, in addition to its more commonly applied definitions, is also an early 20th century slang term for detective. And you know what? Lork and the rest of the party are going to have to do a little bit of detective work on board the Chelish Devil as they attempt to discover the identity of the saboteur. And so with that in mind, I present episode 33, A Dick in the Boat. You're scheming on a thing that's a mirage. I'm trying to tell you now, it's sabotage. <laughs> <laughs> There is sabotage on this boat. A saboteur, perhaps. Um, or saboteurs. Or saboteurs. Dun, dun, dun. Wait, Joe, a conspiracy, is it? Joe, perhaps. I need you to spell saboteur. Oh, I don't even, I can't. Nope. Or Skip. a bottle cap. S- oh, sab- I'll, <laughs> shut I'll do it. I'll do it. S-A-B-O-T-E-U-R, saboteur. See? That's all you could have done to get a bottle cap. And now Skid gets nothing, Joe. Oh, <laughs> Look what you did. Oh, man. Yeah, he, see, he's so, he twists it all around, gets you excited. <laughs> Skid has just brandished a knife and is advancing on Troy. <laughs> uh, this is episode uh, 33, the Larry Bird episode. Yeah. Of, uh, the glass pan. Cl- I can't even speak. Larry Legend. The Hick from French Lake. Oh, the Smash Mountain Podcast. The Smash Mountain Podcast. The Smash Mountain here. <laughs> Um, so we had a, a, a kind of an unexpected uh, fracas last episode. Uh, I know, I know. Joe was. I love uh, that word. He, he loves that word. He uses that every time. <laughs> Joe was super upset with me because he was all excited to show off his new uh, animal companion, and I threw him in the water. And <laughs> yeah, just throw him in the water while a wolverine runs around on deck. Not having no idea what to do. In in retrospect, he should have gotten a duck-billed platypus because that could have helped out somehow. Right. And they Uh-oh. have they have venom glands. They have a beak. They you have could have picked anything. You picked a wolverine. <laughs> um, should have taken a mongoose. Uh, speaking of which, I have a little surprise for you guys, real quick before we get started. Well, it's good. You shouldn't have. Re-listening to the last couple of episodes, it occurred to me that I own something relevant to what's happening. In the game right now. You own a keelboat? Well, <laughs> almost. Let's play on a river. So I went through my my, my old stuff, and I, I pulled it out. And I know you guys at home won't see this, but you'll likely hear the reaction. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I am holding in my hand an autographed picture of Ben Vereen. Oh, my God. That, uh, and he is busting 
man. Yeah, he's he looks dancing. Happy. I, I'm gonna. I'll put a picture of it up on uh, Tumblr and Facebook and Twitter. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. If it wasn't so that priceless, I'd say let's auction it off. <laughs> no, really, no one can afford it. That. Has, it has immense sentimental value to me, so I cannot allow that. But anyway, I just thought that would be. Uh, how, how did you remember funny. you had this? You well, didn't bring it up during the recording session. No. So. I how were you not immediately like? I have an autographed picture of Ben Vereen. <laughs> well, it's just it's funny. This was a birthday gift from my best friend Nicholas Shelton, who listens to the show. Um, and it just out of nowhere, uh, I've never expressed any interest in Ben Vereen, nor did he. <laughs> I received this FedEx uh, one day, uh, a couple of days before my birthday. It's like, oh, an autographed picture of Ben Vereen. And I laughed my ass off. <laughs> and ever since then, our tradition has been to exchange oh, yeah. autographed photographs of uh, black celebrities. So for each each other's birthdays, Christmas, we we give each other autographed pictures of black celebrities. Ever since, and this is the first one. Is that where the Whoopi Goldberg? Yeah. Comes if from? you come to my house, you'll see that I have a framed picture of Whoopi Goldberg next to a framed picture of uh, James Earl Jones, and that's why. That looks like like jumping, it's all making sense jumping now. Jack yeah. Flasher or Whoopi Goldberg at your house. It is, yeah, yeah. Actually, I think it might be a publicity spill from Jumping Jack. Oh Flash. man, I have great Whoopi skills. Yeah, that was really impressive. Um, well, that's just the greatest thing ever, and that's really the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> I'd also uh, like to state for the record that I am a huge Ben Breen fan. I don't know if that was clear. No, you did. Yeah, I, I gathered It was that. painfully clear. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Shut up, Troy. <laughs> um, so, yeah, now you guys are back on the boat, and the last thing you discovered at the end of last episode is that... Uh, I think Baron, with your with your engineering, realized that this wasn't just some like uh, fishing accident that someone loosened the boards for you for the fishermen to fall over. Listen, all y'all, this is sabotage. Cyrus <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> Cape. Um, yeah. So, uh, blood tusk, rag, blood tusk comes down. Is everyone all right? Is everyone okay? <laughs> Am I you large? Are, you are still I, I large. seem to remember being large. Well, <laughs> you I think be, probably minutes have passed. Now so that the like, entire boat is like <laughs> on its side. Like, <laughs> Lork, stand in the middle. Stand in the middle. Well, doesn't uh, that last for like three minutes? Uh, one minute per little. Yeah. So, so four minutes. Four minutes. So. You're probably still huge. <laughs> Considering it took him like like last episode, he was like, "I just want to check out what's going." He may have been up there for like ten minutes before he came yeah. down. You know, we'll have to check if there's a whole thing that's like uh, whether a spell, whether you can decide to disengage a spell or not. Some spells, like once I, you, you cast them, they're I done. don't think you can. You can. There's like a, a code letter on the spell in the in the book. It's like a, it has like a D in parentheses or something, which okay. means you can, you can like un, undispel it, elect yeah. to dispel the exactly. Spell. But some things, once you let them go, they're out there, man. Like there's no turning back. Yeah. This does have a D. Next oh, to there it. you go. Oh. So you could shut it off. So I didn't capsize. Or the boat. someone shrink him down. He's gonna capsize the boat. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> you probably right. shut it down in the water as we were dragging him in, actually. That's actually that would make sense. That would so make the boat sense. goes from, like, fully uh, Titanic. on its side to back. <laughs> back All right, yeah. So once uh, once I stand back up again, uh, uh, coughing up some water, spitting, I'll, I'll go over to Galabras and say, pat him on the shoulder and say, once again, you've saved my life. I owe you one. Well, don't thank me. Thank Gary, Dalton, and Felicia. <laughs> Unfortunately, they've been dispelled. <laughs> but, and uh, Gormley sidles up really fast and goes and whispers in your and Howie. Oh, oh yes, and Howie. Jesus. <laughs> I actually got startled. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, don't do that. Um, have you met Howie? So is everyone all right? Are you, is everyone okay? Oh, we're fine. We're fine. What happened there? I, I don't know. This. I, I told you this boat was seaworthy. I feel like a fool. Uh, Gurag, Urag, what happened? Uh, I, I don't know, boss. I, we, we were we were putting the fishing nets out, and then all of a sudden, it capsized on the fourth net. There were some big fish they were rolling in, but I, I don't know what happened. Have you checked this railing lately? How long's it been? I mean, this I've never had a problem. I've been sailing this boat for months now before I made any changes. There haven't been any problem, and we check it daily. I point out to the areas that I found earlier, and I say, there's a saboteur on this damn boat. I know you love your crew, and you take good care of them, and you know who all of them are. But someone got on here and messed with this railing. Wait a minute. Let me take a look at that. And Rag walks over and starts inspecting the wood. Uh, well, this just doesn't make sense. I'd, I'd, I'd lay down my life for these men. And for uh, Halrex. 
I, it, it just doesn't make sense. There's no one on my, on my crew that would have done this. Now, I'm not pointing any fingers at you, but something is not right here. Is, uh, is everybody standing around, like the entire crew, wa- watching this, listening yeah, to this? At this point, like, Howrex and who is the, the woman played by Katie Segal, the full orc, she comes up, and the, there's, like, the other eight orcs are milling about. Is there, like, a loose part of the railing hanging there, or did it fall off the boat completely and it's it just... broke. It fell in like, the water. Fo- yeah, it's okay. uh, going away. It's going to need to be fixed. But just, what, I, what I was able to see, I was able to point out to him, and he agreed that it was... Absolutely, yeah. He it. sees that this is something's fishy. What were you going to say, Matt? Just for completeness' sake, can I sense motive on Rag? Sure. It's a good idea. Sixteen. Uh, as far as you know, Rag is as shocked as you are. I say to Rag, uh, "Well, don't point the finger at us. Uh, I've lost blood with these men and woman and green sting scorpion and soon a Wolverine, but uh, <laughs> it's a weird group. I know, but we're growing every day. I, uh, even though I'm a dwarf, uh, I really like Lork, uh, care about Galavis and Gormley. I wouldn't have done nothing like this, and I don't think they'd do it either. Of course, Lork wouldn't have done it. He fell in the damn water. Right, right, right. Well, you know, I'd like to sense motive on Baron. Well, something, something's just not right. I mean, we were docked overnight. He starts talking to his crew to see, like, were any of you, did you see anything when we were docked that in the night before we shoved off? Did anybody come on board? I'd like to do a scan of their eyes and do a sense motive, see if anybody is looking side to side shadily. I'm going to do the same thing. (laughs) As will I. Sensing modes. Ooh, 21. 22. Eight for Gormley. Gormley did it. Her eyes just get really shifty. Um, so <laughs> a 17 for Baron. You guys with your 20s, uh, you don't detect anything amiss from anyone on the crew. Everyone looks honestly shocked. Everyone looks honestly shocked and shaken by this. Okay. Because um, it's not often that Halrex is like, everyone on deck! You know, she keeps keeps the boat rowing at all times. So And we are, we're dead it, in the water right now, right? Yeah, now you're just kind of like... Moving with the current. Is, moving with the current. Is it possible that someone... Not of the crew, snuck aboard and maybe even a, a stowing away now. I think it's Reginald. Uh, it, it's 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 nearly impossible. I, my crew makes shifts all night long, checking every nook and cranny of this boat. It's very, right. Why very... why would someone want to sabotage your boat? Do you have competition in the water, or could it be because you've got us on board? Why why would someone even do this in the first place? The only. Uh, common denominator here is the four of you. Everything, we've never had this problem before. I can go straight through the orc hold belts and an orcs don't even bother me. So I'm not saying it was one of you. I'm saying it very well may have something to do with you. Well, but yes. it could have well just been a, a teenager trying to be funny. <laughs> and Lork is thinking, I was bombed last night. Uh, blacked out for a little while. Did I sabotage Did this I railing? Did I the railing? <laughs> I used my craftsman skill? Well, to- listen, so there was fishing happening the day before, yesterday. Yesterday, not the day before yesterday, yesterday. Yes, uh, yes. Before we arrived, and nothing happened. So one would have to assume that whatever uh, sabotage took place, it took place last night. With well, that being knowledge said, the- that one of us... Uh, or you and Baron would be the ones manning this station. Mm. So it would almost certainly be directed at one or both of you. Uh, so I'll turn to uh, Urug. Urug. He's yeah. the fisherman, right? Yeah. And I'll say, uh, how long have you been fishing off this boat? Well, I've been fishing here. I've been with Rag now for close to a year. And you've never had a problem with this railing. You've pulled... Loads up one after another and never had it give way. There's been plenty of Correct. times I thought I was going to go over and I thought she would capsize, but she never did. She's strong. She's sturdy as a ship. <laughs> nice metaphor. <laughs> sturdy as a ship she is. I want to do a knowledge local check. Um, just looking at their faces to see if any of them, l- this is crazy, but I'm going to do it. I'd love to look at a ship's log and compare last names, but I want to do a knowledge local and look at if any of these orcs look like they're related to Ernsel, who was also a saboteur earlier, or is that too crazy? Um, yeah, you could. Yeah, roll, you can roll a knowledge over to see. Twenty, twenty-five. You, you mean you can you can tell that these guys are from every possible walk of life. Okay. You don't see anything that would specifically think 
you know, they all had different orc parents and different, uh, you know, mothers that came from who knows what kind of situation. Mm -hmm. So um, you, there's nothing defining that tells you anything. Some of them have tattoos like Arnsel. Um, there's a pair that looks like they might be even twins. Um, and they mm -hmm. have uh, matching tattoos that are on opposite sides of their face. Tomax and Zaymod? Tomax and Zaymod, yes. Um, this is a question for the group. What did Rag know of our mission? Or did well, see, here's... I think this is... Uh, I don't know. That's the answer. I mean, as a player, I don't know. Yeah, I can't remember. I think we, I think we I knew mean, at one point. I, he would know that it would be beneficial to uh, Halgra, who is in True Now. Like, she wouldn't put someone that would, like, fuck up her town, so... There's but some relation to True Now if you thought about it. He's doing it. it as a favor to her. Right. Yeah. But as, he doesn't know that we are ultimately going after the, the Twisted Nails, right? Well, like, he does know our destination, obviously. So if he knows who or what is there, then he might be able to guess what we're after, depending on how deep his knowledge is. Well, we're not going, we're, we're right now, we're headed to pick up. Like pick up weapons to use against that fight, right? So I mean, like that could bring you're in anybody. To, yeah, first your 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 main first objective is to get to Ghostlight Marsh and find this uh, demi plane, the Vault of Thorns. Um, but yeah, what Rag knows or doesn't know, you're not sure. He he. Yeah. Halrex, um, excuse me, uh, Halgra made sure that he would give you safe passage. What she shared with him. We don't know. All right, so Lork is gonna uh, turn around, like kind of put his hands up to like stop the talking for a second and kind of like bring the group together like a little bit more in close mm. and kind of just under his breath he's going to say I uh, I'm not going to claim to be any kind of interrogator but I saw them coming through a lot at the militia station and they always said if you're going to investigate a crime you gotta you gotta separate the witnesses so I think that we shouldn't be talking about this in front of everyone we should let them go about their business and we'll pick them out one at a time and talk to them see if anybody slips up lies about where they were I have an alternative method. Go ahead. I can utilize the power of the goddess to compel the truth. If we get them all together, I can use, I can use a spell that will force them, unless their will is strong, to tell us the truth to any questions. It'll last about three minutes. It might be worth a shot. They didn't have that at the militia. No. <laughs> I can aid you, Galabras, with my evil eye ability. Mm -hmm. this, this is what I was thinking, yes. In the meanwhile, I will need my daily meditation to prepare this spell. But in the meanwhile, we can do as you say. Yes, I suggest we you keep that option under our hat for now and see how far we can get without it. And then when maybe we narrow it down or something, we can bring him in and you can call on the power of the goddess. Also, I suggest that none of you eat anything without me blessing it first, in case there is a poisoner aboard as well. Okay, it's a deal. So I, I, I hate to break up your little knitting circle there, but we've got to keep moving if we're to make it in the time allotted. So I'm going to have my men start working to try and uh, patch this together. But Hanrex, what do you think? Can we, can we, can she still row? Oh yeah, we can keep her moving. Sure, no problem. We'll just have to go a little slower. Might lose a little time. Maybe we'll just work into the night then. And this is the full orc female. This is the full orc female. Okay. All right then. Uh, Gentlemen, uh, as you know, you have full run of the ship within reason. If you're a place you don't think you're supposed to be, don't be there. And uh, I just ask out of respect for my crew, because I can see it on your faces. Treat them with respect. If you want to treat them as suspects, then expect to be treated the same way. That's I, all I'll say. Well, do you... Oh, sorry, go ahead, ben. No, no, go ahead. I was just going to say, do you... There clearly is evidence of sabotage on the boat, as found by Baron here, and you agree, No. Does look rather, uh, rather suspect, yes. Well, then everyone's a suspect. Mm. And I believe that we have to talk to people. Now, I'm not saying we need to shake them down and beat them up. I'm just saying we should be asking questions. Now, I'd like your permission for us to talk to your crew with respect and ask them questions about where they might have been last night or who's, who's got any knowledge of how the ship works. I will allow that within reason. But if any, for any reason they feel uncomfortable with your questions, I'd like you to end it and just let me know. If there's a judge, a jury, or an executioner on this boat, it's me. But if it would make you feel more comfortable within reason, yes. And that goes for all of you men as well. If you want to question them, they should be treated the same way. 
Is that clear? Yes, feel free to treat us as suspects in our own demise. <laughs> I, uh, Baron turns to Blood Tusk and says, Blood Tusk, I, I'd also like your permission on something. Uh, yes, what, 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 what could it be, Dwarf? You have an engineer on board that helps keep the ship up? No one that did uh, specifically with those All right. Well, no. I'd like Ureg's help tonight, and uh, I'd like to have your blessing to fix up this here fishing part of the boat. Oh, that would be that would be very nice of you. Yes, yes, please. All right. Well, we'll do it after dinner. Well, thank you. Thanks for your blessing. Thank you. And Gormley all of a sudden is, pops up next to Blood Test's shoulder and says, Hey, Rag. Ah. Yes, my lady? Who had the lookout shift before I took over this morning? Well, we were just uh, setting off. Uh, we, we didn't have anyone really looking out. We just, just when we row, we have the lookout. I see. Well, take care now. All right. Offer's <laughs> still good if you need a warm bed. <laughs> By the way, I don't know if you know this, my hair can grow up to 10 feet. <laughs> oh. And it can. <laughs> <laughs> I just and threw it up can. in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Except that it can hold things. Oh. Oh, oh, oh. I'm, I'm going to get back to the boat. I have a strong breeze in my pants. It sounds like Marge Simpson's sister right now. Uh, mm. All right, uh, get to work. We're losing time as we're talking here. And he goes back to uh, sort of the uh, pilot deck. He's kind of fiddling around, overseeing things. And the orcs, a uh, bunch of them, uh, go back down with Howrex to the rowing. And uh, Urag is just hanging out with you and uh, Gaznok's in the kitchen. Uh, and then you see the two twins um, just kind of lingering about. They're not on rowing duty yet. Um, so there's uh, three orcs that went down, excuse me, four orcs that went downstairs. One of them is Krothu, the one that was giving you guys a, a bit of yeah. a problem the night before. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that's what you uh, see. And you've obviously lost some time um, from this, but... Um, what do you guys want to do? Well, how long is our trip? It's it's a matter of a few days. It's supposed to be a six day trip. Six day trip. Okay. Barring any unforeseen circumstances. And okay. this is day one. Yes, this is day one. You guys shoved off uh, this morning. You got you spent your night. You spent the first night on the boat docked, and then you shoved off this morning. So we're floating down the river right now. Yes. Okay. Well, I mean, as far as I. Down the Kestrel. My, uh, underst- I mean, my uh, understanding here is that we have two options. I mean, we can begin a series of interrogations, or we can just forget it, basically, and like up our defenses and, and our awareness, and just try to get off this boat in a few days, you know, and alive. Because I mean, if they were all honestly shocked, and that's what our characters really believe, and there's no. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it just... Sorry, go ahead. I'd love to take a chance, even before we attempt any type of direct interrogation that might alienate the crew, to have a look around the sleeping quarters when no one's in it and everyone's busy working and kind of rifle through their shit. <laughs> and, like, be real creep shows and look for any notes or any type of correspondence that might give us some sort of lead. Um and that might be in multiple occasions. I don't, you know, the, an awesome place would be Rog, but um, I don't want to go in there. But I think it'd be worthwhile while we know people on rowing shifts to go into that room and go through their stuff. Well, couldn't we have Gormley, like, go in there under false pretenses? Sure. And do a little investigating? Yeah, seduce him. I'll do it. That would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> now, come on. The other thing is, like, I totally trust Rag. That's the thing. Like really, he's going to sabotage. The I boat? don't. Seems I don't trust anyone. Okay, anyone um, whose name we've heard is a suspect. I agree. Uh, Should we review those? Yeah, and and now we have twins. We don't know. Their and names, then but. yeah, these twins. So we've got Rag, the captain. We've got Hal Rex, the fork, Coxon, Coxon, Coxon. Yeah, she's a good Coxswain. <laughs> Uh, Goshnock the cook. Gosnock. Gosnock the cook. Mm-hmm. Crow through the dickish crew member who has a thing for Glabrus. Pulls a dagger. Yeah. 
and then Uro. Well, to be fair, it, it turned out he wasn't such a big dick once we got drinking. He, he, he was a little yeah. nicer. It seemed like he was kind of just fucking with us. Yeah. Still yeah. a dick. Um, oh, oh, still a jerk, sure, but... <laughs> Maybe and not necessarily a murderer. That's all I'm saying. I don't. Tr- I I still hate him. Galabra still hates him. Oh yeah, sure, yeah. He's, he's still got a bone to pick with him. Actually, he's waiting for his moment. <laughs> uh, and then there's Urug, uh, Urug the fisherman. And then there's one, two, three, four, five, six people you have. Excuse me, uh, five people you haven't. Uh, five Inter- half orcs you haven't interacted with. And we interacted with them when we were gambling, though. We assume, right? Right, right, right. Yeah. But and, and two of those five are the twins, right? Right. And Ureg, I will say that um, he he kind of ameliorated the situation when it almost went bad. And uh, Baron did a sense motive check on him, and it was a pretty good roll. Not to metagame too much, but I I think he's a pretty good dude. The hatch opens up, and Halrex peeks her head out. Shog! Tog! Get your asses down here! This boat's not going to row itself! <laughs> and the two twins go down into the... Ga- uh, through the galley Do you need any help down there? I'll say. Oh, if you're, if you're as good a fisherman as you are rowers, no thanks. <laughs> Slams that. <laughs> oh, man. I like her. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, now you're on the boat by yourself. Um, you can see um, Blood Tusk is up on the pilot deck, but you're on the boat by yourself. All right, I'm going to go over to Baron. Uh, Lorca's going to go over to Baron and say, uh, Baron, I... I don't know if you had enough time to really examine the area there, but do you think if you took another look over it, there could be any evidence right there? Uh, maybe uh, you could tell an evidence of a tool that was used or something like that that we could find on the on the boat. Uh, I think I could take another look, but in my mind, should I do some sort of engineering check or some <laughs> sort of general perception? I, oh, I just, think you have to ask your DM. I just, uh, well, let me, uh, what, WWDMD, um, DM. What did you, what, what were you looking for? Uh, taking another look to see any type of tools or traces or um we fought that one group of people that had really weird plasma swords at one point. There's basically know. any evidence of how it was sabotaged. Yeah, you, there are no clues. You rolled pretty high on your knowledge, your original knowledge engineering. There's no clues as to uh, how, who, or why it was done. Do okay. we, can, we think of, can we think of any witnesses that might have seen anything? Like, even if we don't suspect doing it. Like, who had reason to be out on deck last night? Besides well, the people would be wandering the deck all night uh, at different at different hours. At any point during the night, you could have people would have been going downstairs to throw up over the over the side, mm. and uh, or just to wander, get some fresh air. Well, what do you want to do? Do you want to grab someone and start questioning them? Gaznak comes out. It's like, eh, eh, pardon me, there, uh, young man. Uh, would you would you like to do the cooking now? We've got this fish. We've got to we've got to try and uh, just do a quick. Cooking check. Oh, oh yes, uh, yes, absolutely, yes. Oh, oh, oh all right, all right. Uh, come, come on in. Uh, so, sorry to bother you. Sorry to bother you. Yes, uh, gentlemen, lady, I shall return. I, I, I say to Lork that I want to give the living quarters a quick one over if everyone's busy before we do. Just a quick perception check. All right, I'm going to say I, I'm going to try to find some uh, some half orcs around here that we haven't talked to yet, and maybe chat them up. I'll come with you. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Um, so Galabras, you go into the galley with Gaznak and, uh, you just see this, all the fish is in there. He's been like pulling it in and, uh, the rest of the crew help bring up some of it in. And you just need to roll a DC 10 profession cook check or an intelligence check in order to uh, secure your cooking. I have a, I have a plus three to my cooking, profession cooking. Uh, 19. Nice. Oh, oh, you're you're very good at this. Very good, very good. Oh, oh, you're better than me. Don't don't be too good. I'll, I'll end up losing my job. <laughs> oh no, no, not at all. You're good too. 
Oh, no, no, I, 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 just, I just learned from... I used to be a, a, a slave, actually, and, and uh, I, I had to do it, and I was whipped if it was bad. Now, now I get to do it for fun, and it's, it's, it's a lot more joyful. Ah, uh, yes, I, I've, I too was uh, enslaved for a short time. Oh, high five, slave yes. buddies! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so this is great. Uh, uh, an hour or so passes, and you've cooked up a ton of fish. Oh, great. Yeah. Um, you nailed the, the profession check. Excellent. If you I just use, fail it really bad, you can get banned from the kitchen. Just use a ton of garlic. <laughs> a lot of butter, a lot of garlic. That's all. Butter. Butter. Yeah. Um, uh, so now while, you've been excited to cook for a while, so yeah, if you yeah. finally get your hands in the, in the dough, as it were, is this a... Uh, a good time for Galabras, or is he still wrapped up in what just went down? Uh, I'm not enjoying it as much as I might be because I'm worried about who's trying to kill me and my friends. But while I'm cooking, I'm surreptitiously checking around the kitchen for anything suspicious. Okay. So I'm just... Yeah, roll a, roll a perception a, check. Perception check. Uh, 14. Um, you find a ripped bag of potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like there's two saboteurs on this <laughs> Yeah, can we rule out Ben Vereen as a suspect? No one. Everyone's can be ruled out. a suspect. Everyone is a suspect. <laughs> um, so you, you, you look about and you really don't see anything out of order. Um, you know, it's messy, um, mm-hmm. obviously, but there's nothing, uh, it's a pretty simple, simple, pretty simple, but well-stocked kitchen. I'm also going to, as I'm doing this, organize everything alphabetically, like all the spices and everything. I'm just like, ah, oh, like while he's working, I'm just like, oh, the butter next to the, the cod. And he's like, uh, <laughs> why, why, where, where, where are you putting everything? I, I, I don't, I can't find any of my. No, it's things. all right. No, it's much I, better this way. I, I can't read, so I don't know where you put everything. No, no, this is uh, much, no, much better. See, it's, no, it's cleaner. See that there was a, a nest of spiders back okay. there. I, I cleaned that. This is so much better. Believe me, it'll uh, help. It makes me very nervous, but you obviously are a good cook. Perhaps you could teach me what you did. I, I'd love to. Aww. I'd love to look really yes. good for Rag. Oh yes, of course. Oh, oh, wonderful, wonderful. I, I'm sorry, I got. I flew off the handle there. Uh, that's a cooking, uh, cooking saying. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> uh, oh, oh, you are you are quite special. Welcome, welcome to the kitchen. Uh, okay, and uh, Baron, you went upstairs. Yeah, I just want to. If no one's in the the living area, um, I'm going to go there under the pretenses that I got wet, and I'm going to change my clothes. Okay. If anyone sees me and thinks I'm suspicious, that'll be my excuse. Okay. Um, you get up there, and there is no one there. Uh, I'm going to do a perception check to see if there are any nooks, crannies, uh, chests, drawers I can look through. Okay. Roll perception. Twenty nine. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, my God. Is that a natural 20? He rolled a 19. Oh. Um, you can see there are eight wooden foot, locker, foot lockers in the room, um, just like all around the perimeter, and you would assume that each one belongs to one of the crew members, and they're all locked. I quickly look under, are they by beds or anything like that? Well, it's it's now with all of you guys staying in there, there's just kind of stuff everywhere, and the Everything's been pushed aside, so you wouldn't be able to know who belongs to who. So I just want to look underneath each lockbox to see if anyone is stupid enough to keep their key underneath it. Well, rolling your 29 over, you do see that one of them uh, does have a key underneath the box. Okay. I take the key out. I look behind me. Yeah. Uh, see anything? Eight orcs staring at you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shaking their Nothing head. there. Uh, I, I turn the key in the box. Okay. Click. It opens up. And uh, it just has like personal personal effects inside. Nothing uh, nothing out of the ordinary. If I read through it; it seems normal. Yep, everything seems normal. No no hidden hatches or anything. Hidden latches. Okay. Um, it's just like clothes, deodorant. Okay. Uh, I remember which one that is, and um, without anything better to do, I kind of just move on. Okay. You put the key back. Yep. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Make it look like nothing happened. Okay, and. Uh, Lork and uh, Gormley, the, the night is sort of going on. Do you, what do you guys want to do as it starts to get towards uh, the time when they're going to shut down and for the night? Wait, 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 wait. Okay, so we were fishing at, right. like, dawn. I'm just moving things forward. So what happened during the day? <laughs> well, that's I'm asking you. What did you do at, throughout the day? So, like, I, this I, is what I just doing. wanted like, to... Galabras like, isn't in there for, you know, no, five sure, minutes. Sure. He's in there for hours. So, like, I was going to try to help some half-orcs that were, like, if they're 
doing a job, like offer to help and get down and just kind of chat them up a little bit, you know, like, oh, that was a crazy night last night. Uh, what um, time did you get to bed? And, you know, after, you know, you're waiting around for a while because they're all kind of, they're all taking shifts downstairs. Um, but at a certain point, the twins come back up and uh, you can start a conversation with them. How goes the uh, rowing down there, boys? Oh, it's, it's tough rowing with the, with the hole in the side of the boat. You have to really put your elbow into it. It's back-breaking work, isn't it? Yeah. That uh, Halrex, she seems like quite a taskmaster, huh? Well, she expects a lot of us, but, uh, you know, as long as you do what you, your job, you'll, you'll still get yelled at and humiliated. <laughs> <laughs> Can't uh, beat that deal. <laughs> How long have you boys been on the boat? Well, uh, I've been here uh, as long as my brother, right, Hog? Uh, yeah, yeah, we've been here, uh, what is it now, two years? Two, uh, two, two, two and a half, two, two and a half years. Their names are Sharg and Tog. Sharg and Tog. Sharg and Tog. Okay. Actually, and are they are they identical twins? Identical twins, but they are uh, you know they have matching tattoos on their cheek, but one's on the right cheek, one's on the left cheek, and it's just kind of like a uh, which one's which? It's like, like a, a seven pointed star kind of thing. Like it looks similar Whoa, to that. What? Quick, quick memory jog for me. Um, when Screed's face changed. Did he just make a change on his own, or was he stressed into doing so? No, he had a, he did it on a magical did it on tattoo. Yeah. Okay. Can I do a knowledge geography on the on the tattoo? Sure. See if I know like where they might come from. Or eight. I mean, you, you've seen similar things before in your time uh, fighting, but you can't quite place it. I'm I'm not there, right? No, you're in the kitchen. Okay. <laughs> Get back in the kitchen. Just scaling. In the kitchen just where I belong. Scaling fish. Um, and they were playing with us last night, right? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Either you boys come down on deck uh, last night while we were gambling at all or, or afterwards. Uh, I don't even remember falling asleep. It's it's possible. I, I, I came down here. I don't either. Uh, that's Shark talking. And uh, what about you, Tog? I mean, I, I'm sure I came down um, at least once or twice. Yeah. I, I like to get some fresh air from time to time. It was getting pretty crowded up there. Hey, yeah, it, was, it was hot. Did Rag ever tell you why we're on this boat? Well, no, we, we have uh, passengers all the time. Rag is the, the king of the Kestrel and the Esk, so we, we don't ask too many questions. We just, we just work. We're a family here, but we do what we're told. But do, do, do you want to divulge that information? Antiquing. <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not lying. I know, I'm not lying. <laughs> I don't have to roll yeah, a roll sense motive. He's not lying. Hey, can yeah. I ask you how, did you, how did you fly up there in the air? Do I ask you how to row the boat or how to look so <laughs> handsome? <laughs> oh, Wait, I've, I've got a little green movement in my pants. Yeah. <laughs> What do you call it? A stiff breeze. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Well, good, good answer. Good answer. Uh, <laughs> anywho, um, <laughs> raise the sails. Looks like we're going to have quite a uh, quite a haul tonight from you two. Uh, I'm sorry to hear that you fell in the water there, um, but uh, we're all going to eat better than we've eaten in weeks. Urag, bless his heart, isn't the best fisherman. Yeah, you know, when I went over there, I I was uh, climbing back up. I thought the ship had given way. It was an accident, you know. But uh, Rag seems pretty convinced there's uh, somebody tampering with the with the boat here. You guys, you nervous about that at all? I mean, do you think we got a saboteur on board? Did Rag say something like that? I thought they were all there. Weren't they all there? Yeah, but I mean, he's, he's just asking you. Did, yeah. did, Rag, did Rag say that? Yeah, he said it looked like somebody might have done something on purpose to that railing. I know that I treat all these men like my brothers. I'd be very surprised. Not only my actual brother, but I treat everyone like my brother. I'd be very surprised if anyone did anything like that. Hmm. So you're not worried? Uh, no, I mean, I've been on this boat, like I said, two, two and a half years, and we've never had any problem. You like trust that. everyone? I trust everyone with my life. All right. What well, about that's, that crude feeling? feeling? He's a he's a character, isn't he? Oh, Crotho means well. I know he was giving you a hard time last night. He just wanted to fuck your friend here, yeah. <laughs> the little boy. <laughs> he threatened to rape me. <laughs> but Get he, back in the kitchen. He didn't mean harm. He, so he just... means well. He threatened to rape me. <laughs> You get it. He looks at Lork. <laughs> <laughs> Lork just kind of shrugs. Like, uh. He gets it. <laughs> All right. Well, sorry to uh, to bother you. If you if you need any help, you're down there rowing. You let me know. I'm happy to lend a 
lend a hand. I'm sure they'll need you down there tomorrow at some point. Uh, you'll probably have to take a shift because the uh, the only bad thing about fishing so well is we won't need to fish for a couple of days. So right. uh, between you, me, and the railing here, the one good one we have left, uh, you're <coughs> probably going to be doing some rowing yourself. Uh, second shift, I would say, tomorrow. All well, right. it'll give Urag a break, so... Uh, yes, yeah, and Urag could, could use a break. Is he, <coughs> what, he's, is he, has he ever worked? I mean... Well, I mean, he's, he's our resident fisherman. He's the only one who does it. He must have loved having you two along. I'm just sorry to see what happened. Yeah, I just can't imagine the stress that must cause if he'd be the one responsible for feeding the crew. Yes, well, of course, Gosnock, uh, you know, makes the, does all the hard work. Well, that's not really true. He does the fancy, but I don't know. I'm not good with words. <laughs> all right, well. Am I within earshot? Uh, I'm assuming this is happening simultaneously while he's okay. cooking and you're rummaging. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I, I don't have anything else. I don't have anything else. not very clever, and neither am I, <laughs> <laughs> curiously enough. Yeah. Um, also, it seems like he's, he, I mean, we didn't sense, can I sense, can I retroactively sense motive on his, when he said I, I, everyone in this crew is great, I treat them all like my brothers? Sure. I should have done it at the time. Natural 20. 22. Um, you get the sense that Tog is being withholding. Uh, but you're not quite sure of what. He just seemed to uh, not uh, perk up into the conversation as much as Sharg. So that's uh, something I think we should address solo with, with Tog at a different time. Because he's not going to give it up here. Agreed. Um, um, all right. All right. Yeah, we can advance the day at this point. I'm okay. fine with that. Um, pretty, uh, pretty hectic first day. Uh, before we turn in, I would like to speak to the captain. Okay. Um, do you want to go? Do we all want to go? Quarters? Yeah, with you guys in attendance, I would. I would prefer. Um, so I go to you guys and like let you know that this is this is my intention. If you come with me, so I knock on his. Oh, so do we have all, do we all have dinner and everything? Yeah, there's, uh, you know, after you guys do your things and kind of lay low with an ear to the ground, sort of active perception, just listening, noticing things, um, uh, you and uh, Gaznak eventually bring out the dinner and you guys have a big feast on deck um, after 10 hours of uh, rowing. So I just want to say, like, my habit while we're on the boat is I've, I ask permission to um, bless the food. Uh, in Desna's name, uh, it's just uh, it's a practice that I my uh, my order is uh, uh, is very important to us, and it would it would uh, it'd be very nice, I think. This is what you say to Rag. Yeah, uh, Rag, and you say it in private to him, or do you say it? No, to in him? front of everybody. Um, and the crew just kind of starts looking upset, and Rag is like, "All right, all right, settle down, settle down. He's new here. Uh, I appreciate it." Uh, but as I'm sure you can understand, my men do not follow the same gods as you humans, and they don't feel comfortable eating what they consider to be a pagan god. Well, um, blessings of a pagan. I god. am afraid I must insist. Well, you can bless. You're happy to. You're uh, free to bless your friends' food, but you won't be blessing mine or the crew's. All right, suit yourself. Do so we? Know? I don't gather our meals together. Mm-hmm. Separately, and I cast my orison, purify food and drink over them. So if there's any poison in them, it's I throw it's my done whiskey in the okay. same area. Yeah. And that's a, yeah. And so I <laughs> never <laughs> leaving sneak it. Sneak it in. And <laughs> it, it, <laughs> does, it, does it like glow or, or anything? Or is no, it no, like no. It, it, no, it, ju- it just looks like a prayer. So, and then I just pass it out to all of them. Okay, and you guys eat directly cool. from uh, Galabras as he hands it to you? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, do okay. we know what religion they do worship? You would think probably each of them has their own crazy oh, okay. uh, orc, uh, orc god. Um, okay, did you still want to go probably see... Probably all con- congregationalists. <laughs> <laughs> did you still want to go see Rag, or was that ultimately what you wanted to ask? Yeah, I do. I do you want to also see Rag. Okay, um, so after the, after the dinner, you guys have a, a nice big feast. Probably haven't eaten this well in a while. Um, mm, fresh fish. People, you can hear the gambling and everything going on back upstairs, and maybe you've kind of had enough of that. And um, you can go downstairs onto the deck, and there's that double set of doors uh, leading into who knows where. The, okay. chart, the chart room is first, right? The chart room, yes. Um, so I knock on the door. 
Um, uh, Coxswain Halrex answers. Uh, what? Pardon me, Halrex. Uh, we would like to speak with the captain for a moment if he's free. Hold on. And she slams the door. Comes back a couple minutes later. Hurry up. Just go through here. Go to the door at the end. He'll let you in. And then get out. Oh, wait, that's not how she talks. <laughs> she yells so loud that yeah. it uh, pierces my ears. Yeah, All right, just go through here and open the doors down the end and go in. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so do, do just that. So you guys walk through and uh, she's kind of like closing up things on the chart room and there's a huge map there that she kind of like covers up and there's other things. Do I get a glance at the map before um, she covers it? It's, everything is very, very quick. Oh, she's okay. on top of it. Um, but you see that she's covering up papers and whatnot. Just doesn't want you to see this manifest and whatnot. Um, and then you get to the end and uh, you knock on the door and Blood Tusk lets you in to his cabin. Um, and it's beautiful. There's uh, these two large panes of lead frame stained glass windows on the far wall. Um, and moonlight is trickling through it, but there's a painting on the glass of a, um, a regal, chelish naval officer atop a crow's nest surrounded by devils. <laughs> mm, um, wow. So it's kind of very creepy. It must have been taken from who knows what uh, kind of barge. Um, Can I do a knowledge a, history to a see if I know? One, one would assume. Right, a chelish barge. <laughs> uh, surrounded by devils and, and the light and the Well, color. the name of the boat is the chelish devil, right? Right. Yeah. Now you know where it probably got its name. Can I do a, a knowledge history on the painting to see if I know the story? Uh, sure. Or is that history? Or is yeah, that, you can do knowledge history. Yeah, I'm going to do the same thing. Fifteen. Uh, Fifteen for me, too. As far as you know, it's probably some fairy tale that may have its roots in some actual event. Um, and yeah, the moonlight is shining through the colors and casting, cascading this color all over the room. It's very cool. Uh, there's a double bed, um, an ivory inlaid footlocker at the foot of the bed, and a chamber pot. And that's it. Uh, what, what can I do for you boys and girl? Uh, well, Captain, um, I wanted to, uh, out of respect, come to you. Uh, we have, uh, an idea. I'd like to run by you. Uh, we would like your permission to interrogate, um, ask questions of the crew en masse in the morning um, under the uh, impetus of uh, a compulsion of Desna. We would ask questions related only to the sabotage, and anyone uh, on the crew would be compelled to tell the truth. And... Let me ask you this. Is it only questions you're hoping to do? I only ask because, as you can imagine, I've been around and I kind of get a feeling that you have ulterior motives, boy. We only have... Our only motive is to discern who it was that attempted to kill us. Right. As you agreed was the case. Yes, yes. Well, we're all at danger here. I I should think that you would be... uh, Eager to do this as much as we are. Yes, but as I'm sure you can imagine, keeping uh, keeping camaraderie and keeping uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Morale. Keeping morale uh, strong on the boat is also important, <laughs> if not more important. Think of Lork and Gormley in the back. What's the word of the morale? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> do a sense motive on that answer. It's a uh, it's a tentative thing, and I while I understand what you're saying, the difficult thing is not making my crew feel like they are. Uh, on trial. Well, let me ask you, is it more important to you to keep the morale where it is now? Where you might, where people might think there's a saboteur on board or just ignore it and let whoever it might be that might still be on board sabotage something else on your ship? Well, I'm, I, at this moment, I'm treating it as an isolated incident. I mean, I've been rowing these boats before you were sucking at your mother's teat. And I've never had a problem. I've had all manner of creatures attack the boat. I've had, uh, obviously, you were attacked by crocodiles in there. I've had all sorts of shit like that, but I've never had a saboteur, and I trust my men. I understand that you're nervous. I just want this handled the right way. So, let me say this. Let me talk to my crew. I will let you know what I glean from them. I can do it in a certain way. And uh, if you're not happy with the results from my conversation with them, then 
Perhaps tomorrow night after dinner, when we're all gathered, because that's going to be the next time we're all gathered again. I don't want to do anything completely out of the ordinary. Tomorrow night, I will let you have your, your talk. But I'll be standing there right beside you. You don't understand. These are very sensitive people, these Yes, talks. no, uh, absolutely. And this is why I, we came to you first. I appreciate it. Out of I, respect. You're, you're following the chain of command, and I, I don't mean to seem uh, un, ungrateful for your interest in this. I just don't want to raise suspicion when maybe this was just a big misunderstanding. But well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No, no, thank you. No, 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 thank you. All, all right, thank me. Thank, yes, thank you. <laughs> but go, get some shut-eye, the three of you. i sure Gormley will want to hang out in here for a little while. <laughs> have well, some chelish wine. I mean, the offer is tempting, but it seems like you have a guest already. Oh, Halrex, did you think that I was, me and Halrex were not doing, no, 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 she's, she's a full orc, I don't, uh, you know what they say, once you go full orc, uh, they could very possibly rip it off <laughs> during a rage. Uh, so, yeah, no, that's, she's just, that's where she sleeps, she sleeps in the chart room, um, but, uh, so no, I'm uh, totally available. <laughs> Good to know. And Gormley turns around and leaves. I like her. <laughs> yeah, we like her too. And sleep tight. Hope those uh, maniacs don't keep you up late. Uh, see you in the morning, sir. Good day, Captain. Tip of the penis. That a chellish saying. Okay, so uh, yeah, you guys go back upstairs. Where, and, as we walk oh, out, yeah. is Halrex still there? Yeah. What's she doing? Uh, she's smoking. I got of a long pipe. And it stinks. Mm. Gormley goes up to her and says, You drink? Ooh. Yeah, I drink. Fancy one now? With who? Me. My fine friends here. Not interested. And she grabs like a bottle of some brown liquid, rips the cork off in her mouth and just pours it down her gullet. It's all going all over her chest. <laughs> there, we had a drink together. Keep moving. All right, all right. Man, she is not very charming. No, She's a tough nut to crack. Well, <laughs> all right. I, I'm gonna go. I want to charm. I want a charm person. Howard, is now the time to do it? Oh, <laughs> the captain just asked us. But hey, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I could, we could wait. Don't cross the streams, Matthew. <laughs> Total protonic reversion. I mean, we can, we no, can man. wait. We, no. should probably, we should probably explain what you're talking about exactly. When uh, you say a, a charm person. So I have a, a level one spell called charm person that I, f- I fed from... As a sp- <laughs> Thank you for that. This is Matthew sitting in for Skid's glorious seat just for two seconds. Uh, so I have a spell called Charm Person, which I can cast. It has a will save that negates it, but if it succeeds, it uh, makes someone a friend appear friendly or act friendly or as an ally to you, right? Is that a good description? They, they, the target, if they fail their save, believes that you are their best friend in the world. Which wow. would be mighty suspicious to... Right, Maybe but if they the make their save, they make their save. They know that they you know did that you something. tried exactly to yeah. yeah charm them. So that's I don't think it's necessarily a good thing to do now, but I do want to do it on Halrex. I think she's a really good. <laughs> it would, yeah, yeah, yeah. agreed. Um, and as, so as you're walking out, she picks up a flute and starts like playing it, like beautiful music. Wow, uh, oh. you hear, and she walks up to the door. As you guys going out and just kicks it closed with her foot, <laughs> <laughs> and you just hear a muffled flute behind the door. <laughs> I didn't realize you were flat to boom. <laughs> <laughs> covered, covered in brown liquor. <laughs> uh, yeah, and you guys go back upstairs, and you know, with the sort of cacophony and nonsense that's going on, you think that like, oh, maybe they'll tone it down. It's as crazy, if not more crazy, than it was the night before. And I would think you would realize that trying to do any sort of detective work under those circumstances is going to be tough because everyone is in various states of inebriation. But I would think you're also kind of keeping your... Is everyone... Is anyone 
partying with them, or are you kind of fake partying, or are you keeping watch? What are you doing? I ask Ureg if he wants to come down with me to work on the fishing station, to work on the improvements I promised him earlier. Oh, yeah, I could do that, or we could just wake up early and do it. You, want, you think it'd be better to do overnight? Well, whatever, you know. Secret DM actually thinks uh, it's fine he's, with he's me. He's looking at the gambling and the booze. Either way, it works. And like, I'll come down with you. Sure, sure, sure. And uh, then maybe you... just for a little bit and we can talk about it and then do it in the morning or something. Sure. Like, good, good. Guys, I'll be right back. I'm going to go talk to the dwarf. And you go down there and uh, you kind of just give him the lay of the land, like how you can best. Yeah, I tell him how it. I can fix things and that I just need access to like any leftover uh, sail components and stuff like that to create this fishing contraption I want. Um, oh, that sounds cool. That would, that, would, that would be great. When you guys are gone, I, that would save me a lot of time. Lord knows I do a lot of work, thankless work on this boat. And then I say, uh, thanks so much for your help on this. And then the last question I just want to ask him is, you know, it's crazy. I'm really glad you made it out of there. What do you think happened? Why do you think it broke? I, mean, I, I pull these nets up every day. I've never seen anything like it. Uh, I've almost fallen over many times myself, but... Nothing like that. I'm scared for my life. Has anyone ever fell over before? Oh, people fall over all the time. Did they make it back, or are you the first one? Well, we've lost many a crew member. You're a lucky man. I, I, think, we're, I think we're all lucky. Well, last question I want to ask you. Yeah? Who's the freshest crew member on here? Who's the one like me that's just learning the ropes? Because I want to kind of teach them how to fish and whatnot. Freshest would probably be Barker. Barker? Barker, yeah. He's okay. been here for maybe half a year or so. Okay. Hey, does he ever fish? Or you, they said you're the only one, so maybe I just want to tend to do it. I mean, people try to help me, but they just don't do it the way I like it. Um, All right, man. Well, will, a grunt. You, will you show me where that room is before we head back, so I can grab the stuff I need to make it? Uh, sure. And uh, he brings you downstairs. Um, it's the first time you guys you've gone below deck. He takes you downstairs into the uh, cargo hold, and you just see all manner of mundane trade goods just stuffing this chamber. It's cloth, flour, dried fruit, horse feed, pickled beef, whatever. So there's everything. Um, and just, you'd say four or 500 pounds worth of goods in this room. And he shows you where there's some... Uh, Pulleys you know, and stuff. Yeah, and stuff rig- that you rigging. Can you you yeah. see and you're like, I know exactly what I could, cool. how I could make something from this. Cool. Um, and also the larder is down there too. Um, so all the food stuff that would be brought up to the galley is down there as well. Okay. So Gal- Galabras, if he wants to uh, organize that tomorrow. I, yeah, I will. <laughs> are, we all, are we all down there? on my with, to-do list. Are we all down there with you or do uh, you go No, that was no he's bad. by himself. He's by himself. Might be fun to go search that. A right, quick perception check before I leave. 21. Uh, anything unusual? You don't see anything unusual. And okay. he's kind of like scurrying you out. Like, oh, okay. we're not supposed to be Back. in after hours. Um, <laughs> They, 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 they just they keep close tabs on everything to make sure nobody's taking more than they're supposed to. We lost a couple of potatoes the other night. No one knows what <laughs> <laughs> um, So we got we to be careful. Um, so, um, night? Uh, I'm not going to go party with everybody. I want to start uh, training, trying to train my animal. Okay. Um, now, is this a process? Like, it takes a week to teach it a trick? Yeah, it takes a week. So it's like every day you put in a little time. Okay, and do you have to roll for that? Yeah, yeah, but you you roll basically you roll after three days. Okay, so this would be the end of day two. Yeah, right. Okay, yeah. so tomorrow. So you roll after three days, and I think it's if you fail, then you don't have to use up the whole week. You can be done after three days and start over again. Oh, okay. But if you succeed, he doesn't learn it for another three or four days, like basically. Okay. Wait, if you fail the check. Yeah, if you fail the check, you don't have to use up the whole week and start over again. You can start over oh, again at like three or four days in or whatever. And what's the new trick you're going to try and teach him? Because right now he just knows what, come? Come, yeah, I want to teach him attack. Teach him attack, okay. Yeah. Um, Useful. And that's going to yeah. take a week to do so? Yeah, it takes a week. Yeah. Assuming you make all your uh, your rolls. Well, it's just one roll. With attack, is there another companion thing that lets you, like... There's like blind attack, and then there's more sophisticated one. Like, couldn't he potentially just attack anyone if he told him to attack with just that one? No, because uh, they won't attack. He'll like, know friend from foe with just attack, or no? Uh, he'll attack like anything that's like living and breathing that you command him to attack. But an animal, even with the attack trait, 
uh, learned won't attack like uh, like a ghost or like a skeleton. Oh, right, right, right. Or like really weird, thinking. like you know, uh, things from another plane or something. Like they they won't attack it; they'll freak out. They'll Scooby Do it. But if you spend another week teaching them uh, attack again, and then you have two attack levels, they'll attack those things too on command. It just takes. I can tell you, you know, it sounds like it's kind of short when you role play, but like I started brewing like special dwarven ales for us to use in battle. Like when that night I bought that brewing kit from there, and it's still like only been three days. And we're 30, <laughs> 30 episodes into this, thing. right? So it's going to be a long it's time. Ten episodes equals one day. Um, all right, so it's the next morning, and um, you got you guys can sleep in Baron and Lork because they told uh, Urag and told you that you guys don't have to fish the next day. There's enough catch to last at least two or three days. Um, so Gormley, you would most likely go uh, be first out. Um, to go to the crow's nest. Yeah. Um, do you want to just fly up there again? No, I'm going to climb. Because I'm going to try to climb at least. If I fall, I can just feather fall. Okay. Um, do you remember what the climb tricks were? It's DC 10. DC 10, okay. Yeah, yeah it, was harder than a ro- it was harder than a rope. Okay. Um, all right. R- uh, roll away. And you can use your hair. Uh, fail. Ah! Ah, splat. <laughs> feather fall. Uh, can I try again? Yeah, sure. Made it. 11. Okay. No. Sorry. Fail. <laughs> okay. Now I made it. Uh, now I made it. You, you, uh, you kind of like catch your uh, dress. <laughs> you catch your kimono on the way down. And it like goes up in front of your eyes. And you're like, uh, you can't see very well. Your, your clothing like brushed you up in the eyes. And it got you like uh, someone poked you in the eye. And know. you take a minus two to perception checks. For how long? Uh, for f- 10 minutes. Okay. All right. And then I tried again. I got it up there. Okay. So then you finally get up there, and the boat starts shoving off. They uh, weigh anchor, and uh, off they go. Hour or so passes. Everybody else gets up. Um, I don't know if you make your way to the main deck, if you're milling about, if you're kind of sleeping in. Um, I I was under the impression that Lork had to row. Yeah, you didn't do second shift. Second shift. Ten hours of rowing. They did 13 yesterday because they... Uh, All right, so I'm going to log some training time. I'll log day two of uh, training time. Okay, and uh, Galabrison, you uh, you want to go ch- go down to the larder and start messing around? I'm going to start organizing the larder. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, it's just food stores, uh, as far as the eye can see. They really have a good uh, a good amount of stuff there, and you can see that there's some trade goods that they're probably going to stop at a trade station along the way to make a trade. You can see stuff that's bundled up to go. Okay. Um, um, so while I'm down there, I'm going to take 20 on a perception check to see if there's anything unusual. Okay. Uh, so that can be a 27. Should probably explain taking 20. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, if you have time, I think it's an hour or something two, like 20 that, minutes. Yeah. Like if you, if you have un- un- uninterrupted time um, to to uh, make a skill check for certain skills you can take 20 which is you can do it for long enough that you can assume you would roll a 20 on the die during that time so it's just you just take 20 and add your skill bonus and that's what you get yeah but you need yeah you need to have the time and it has to be a skill that you couldn't where failure does not result in like Something. Injury or damage or whatever but a failed perception check you just didn't find anything yet but you keep looking and keep looking right 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 um, so you take 20, and uh, obviously I told you uh, out of game, you know what Baron saw. Um, you would say that uh, all these goods are worth probably a solid 550 uh, gold pieces if sold. Um, and the larder contains enough food stuff to f- uh, feed six, say 16 people for two weeks. It's a good amount of food on ship. Okay. Um, and the only other thing you see of note is two double doors uh, on the other end. Uh, that you would think leads to the rowing station. Okay. But you don't see anything of, uh, like, note beyond that. Can I check the doors and see if they do, in fact, go to the rowing stalls? Uh-huh. Um, you open the door, and uh, you see Howrex uh, up oh, on fuck. a, uh, like, oh, she's kind of raised up, and there's uh, four stairwells going down into the rowing bays, and yeah. there's uh, three or four rowers altogether just uh, shoving off, and she's just screaming at them, and she's uh, got her back to you. 
I stab her in the back. <laughs> I kill her. Uh, you haven't been detected yet, but you do see that that leads through. And then on the opposite end of the room is another set of double doors. Okay. And I would have no concept of where they lead? No. Okay. Um, all right. I quietly close the door and go back to my reorganizing. If this was a movie, you would see Halbrecht's kind of like turn behind her. Yeah, just as it shuts. Like she just heard the movie. <laughs> Get back to work, women! <laughs> um, okay, and then, uh, you know, uh, Galabs. I love how her derogatory term for people is woman. <laughs> Something she is. <laughs> uh, now, are you training uh, Ben Vereen on deck, or are you doing up, up in the... On deck during the day, during the morning. On deck during the day, so you're kind of like feeding him uh, well I'm just like trying treats. to I'm trying to get him to like you know a, like attack like a piece of wood you yeah, know what I mean right <laughs> like, uh, be careful he's gonna taste for wood like, now using attack, bits attack of potato to, for encouragement yes exactly <laughs> uh, Gormley uh, you're up there and everything seems to be calm the sun is blindingly hot today it's like 20 degrees hotter than it was yesterday it's wow this weird uh, <laughs> that's a lot hotter weird time of year uh, <laughs> And uh, you can't see a river shark to save your life from that high up. Uh, but roll a perception check. Minus two. Well, I get a plus two for being up on the up on the cruise. That's true. So you get just a natural perception. Twenty-three. Ooh. Twenty-three. So you're up there, and you're looking around, and the sun is, you know, blindingly hot, but it's also blindingly bright, and you kind of have to shade your eyes uh, to even see farther out than like 50 feet on either side of the boat but you're doing the best you can um, and at one point it looks like the sun itself is moving directly towards you what? and then you like blink your eyes and you don't know if it was the, the kimono brushing you and poking you in the eye or whatnot, but something doesn't look right and all of a sudden you see this giant winged creature oh, no. coming oh, no. straight what? for the boat. Roll for next episode. Oh, oh, fuck you! On a summer night, Douglas Wagg Jr. lay motionless across a strip of railroad tracks before being struck by an oncoming train. I'm investigative journalist Delia D'Ambra, and my investigation into exactly how Doug died took me into the depths of a bizarre mystery. It was really hard to understand what was fact and what wasn't. A mystery that has led me from one suspicious death to another. Listen to CounterClock now, wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome to a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival, the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs? Well, we dove deep into the empire to uncover a history marred by mystery and misconduct, murders, assaults, and other crimes that tarnish its legacy. This isn't just a fairy tale. It's a cautionary tale of power, fantasy, and the consequences that follow when they all collide. Search for Crime Waves Renaissance Texas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now.